I'm not going to let that go in there. <laughs> and welcome to the 150th episode of Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Welcome, welcome. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Mad. I can't take it if everybody can see Shane's face. <laughs> Look at his face. And Shane Manila. He's sitting there with his hands, his his face in his hands. Are you okay, man? Yeah, kids are just loud as um, I don't know. They get that from their mom because I'm manure and very reserved. <laughs> <laughs> they're just loud like they're a foot and a half away from each other just screaming like not mad just just yelling because that's how they talk <laughs> you know we had this whole plan of how we were going to introduce the 150th and do all this stuff and then it goes right. off it totally goes the wrong direction because shane's in his one room apartment with his kids yelling but hey listen we don't hear him so don't worry about it but listen yeah. it's our 150th episode dude amazing <laughs> so amazing i mean it, it really is amazing that we i mean it seems like it went pretty fast well it did go pretty fast we had our first episode in december of 2017 so almost three years ago i was so young and wide-eyed <laughs> back then and uh i was such a, a dreamer and an optimist yeah and now i'm a, a hardened <laughs> old man <laughs> you hardened know old man it, it is really funny though if you think about it think about how many podcasts were around when we started uh we were part of a, a group of podcasts and we're the only one left that has the original guys in it like yeah, right. like there was there is another one dynasty war zone but they changed players we're the only group of three that have stuck together and are still doing it well, three years original later original ogs right there here, were, baby. I mean, there were the lost episodes i did without you guys um <laughs> no <laughs> that, that, that those do not exist that yeah, never happened i hit two other guys before you but uh <laughs> it just didn't work out you so. upgraded you know it's funny uh junior and i are, are binge watching of uh the big bang theory and we're into season 10 but there was a lost pilot of big bang theory with a different girl instead of the girl who played penny and the show was oh, like really? so different yeah, like <laughs> so there, so there's a lost first episode or pilot episode of this show without me and Jeremy. Well, oh yeah, there's several. We um, <laughs> it, it was really a different type of show. I mean, we talked about jazz music and um, <laughs> no, and um, there were some you know like we had cultural night that was fun where we discussed uh, books. Um, so it was good stuff. No, you know what? But to, to be honest, though, we we when when the website had first started and the the Dynasty Trades HQ handle Shane, you handled the handle for a while, answering people's trade questions. And then when I came into the website, you were ready to move on to do other things, and I took over the handle and I did it. And then then we were asked to do a show, and the owner at the time said, "Hey, you and Shane and Jeremy will do a show." I mean, we didn't discuss it with each other or anything. We were just put together to do this show, and here we are, three years later. And Jeremy, I know you wanted to mention something else. You almost said it a few minutes ago. It's not only our our 150 episode, but something else happened this week too. Unbelievable. Um, we made it to 10,000 followers our podcast has 10,000 followers on Twitter um, I think that's pretty amazing 10,000 I mean can we get verified now I mean 10,000 people follow us are you kidding just wow it's awesome um, I just want them all to subscribe to the show I don't really give a fuck um, 
because if, if they're not hearing, I mean, if they're hearing this, they subscribe to the show anyway. Uh-huh. Quite honestly, if they don't subscribe to the show, I don't really know if they follow us. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> you <laughs> well, it goes back to, it goes back to even what we were saying. You had the handle first, then I had the handle after you, and then we turned it into the, into the podcast handle. And, you know, we've grown that so much in the three years since we turned it into the podcast. please don't listen to shane don't (laughs) don't unfollow us if you're not going to subscribe but yes please subscribe you're right i never i never thought of that yeah Yeah, anyone listening to the show obviously listens to the show they subscribe so i'm not talking about them i'm talking yeah totally faces (laughs) that just want to can tweet trades at us and 30 other handles oh i really value your opinion um every person i can think of and add into this i really value everybody's opinion please please get back to me can i just tell I mean, you whoever's listening to this on itunes just heard a whole bunch of blank spots <laughs> a bunch of bleeps yeah hey it's you know what we worked really hard at this you know we we came up with how we wanted the show to be um and 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 we did that i think and uh, you know what i think we it's become even more than we expected it has for me um you know we did work hard at doing this but it's been amazing how many people follow us do seek our advice which is cool because i still am flattered when somebody asks me you know serious questions about helping their teams i mean that's that's part of it for me i mean i I love that people want to hear us give them advice i think it's great and um we had a lot of help along the way too you know we especially in the beginning you know um, getting it off the ground, but it's so cool that the three of us were able to build this thing and, and we have people that want to listen every week and we have all these patrons and this great community of people. I mean, a couple of those um, patrons are local and they replaced people who moved out of Ohio that can no longer be in a, the live draft for my home redraft league. I mean, how cool is that? And in fact, one of those patrons won the damn thing this past year. <laughs> um, and we just have gr- a great group of people. I mean, Shane, Shane's in there and our group me chat all, you know, all day, every day I jump in there and there's like seriously hundreds of messages <laughs> like in an hour, it seems like, and uh, it's hard to get a word in. It's, it's truly amazing that this thing has become such a great group of people. It's neat. So basically, if you're not a patron, um, you're, you're, not, <laughs> you're not getting the most of this that you could be getting. Yeah. Um, but you should definitely be a patron because being a patron is better than not being a patron. <laughs> And uh, I'm not saying it'll make you a good person because probably nothing can fill that hole or make you a good human, but um, it'll make you feel better. Well, you know what else? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what else will make you feel better? We are going to make one of the announcements we've been talking about for a while, and we are going to be rebranding our patrons. Right. Uh Instead of talking about our Patreons like we talk about and how Shane says he loves our Patreons better, um, we've rebranded the Patreons account. And going forward, they're going to have a a name, some exclusive um, merchandise, some exclusive other things that we haven't done yet for them as Patreons. So, Jeremy, why don't you tell everybody what our new Patreons are going to be called? Well, we decided that we should do something special for our patrons, and we definitely appreciate them. And and so we we have a new logo, similar to our old logo, designed by the same person at Dan Made Graphics, but it's uh, specific to the the patrons, and it's now we're rebranding it to HQ Crew. Um, It's a really cool logo. Mike and Shane can roll roll that out so everybody can see that, um, starting with the patrons. But we're really excited because... Um, going forward and we'll have, like Mike said, we'll have more announcements, uh, coming up, but there will be special merchandise for patrons and, 
um, giveaways and, and, and just some really cool stuff featuring that special logo that only patrons can get. So. And the, the awesome thing about the logo is we loved our new logo with the with the Dynasty Trades yeah. at the top with the smile and the HQ. This is a similar logo, but instead of having the Dynasty Trades at the top, it flips down to the bottom and says crew. So the people that are part of the HQ crew, they're going to get exclusive merchandise like the stickers and the koozies and shirts and all that kind of stuff that'll have a similar logo to ours, but it's just a little bit different for our crew. <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and then Shane, what, you obviously wanted to say something, but go ahead and say it. It's better, it's better than, like, you know, I love our logo, but uh, the patrons get a better one. <laughs> yeah, but, my wife saw that. She thought it was awesome. But but from now on, you call them our crew, our HQ our crew. crew. <laughs> so Patrons here from, from now on are known as the HQ crew. So join the HQ crew, come have some fun, hang out. Hang out with us. Like you said, Shane is in that in that group me chat all day, every day. And now like it's Hyde Piper. <laughs> it's gonna be our crew that you're gonna be hanging out with. And you know, once the world goes back to normal, which hopefully it'll happen soon, we're gonna do some live events too in different areas and we'll have some HQ crew live events. That's one of the things we had talked about. And especially like where Jeremy lives in Ohio, there's a lot of people there in Ohio that we know and stuff. So maybe we'll do some conventions and we'll meet some of our HQ crew members and it's gonna uh, be a so lot of fun. Just, we're not just talking about like me driving to random people's houses and crashing. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm it depends on what's here they're at. <laughs> You know it what? Might be one of the perks. You know that is pretty funny. When I go back on the road with my brother, if I'm in town with an HQ crew person and they're in town, listen, come to the convention. I'll get you in for free, and we'll do some stuff. That'll be great. I didn't think yeah, of that. Stop. I didn't think of that. Cocaine. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about cocaine. But maybe a beer. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk any football yet. No, but that's no, fine. We weren't going to because we were going to talk about the 150th. But we do have a guest. Yes. Oh. We we have a guest, and we're gonna. <laughs> Jeremy's giving me all these thumbs and fingers and all it, this it, kind of stuff. I'm zero sense. I, was just, I, I, I don't know what I, you're I, doing. I just, want to tell, tell, I just wanted to tell you, I just sent him the, the link, so he'll be coming in soon. Just tell me when to put him in the room. That's fine. But And uh, I actually just updated our group me chat with the uh, the new patron crew. Excuse me, the H crew. crew HQ crew. It's B. It's hard to say. It's not oh, hard to say. It's hard to say. We we went through a couple different variations and some names of what we thought we would do, and we came up with the HQ crew, and and it's gonna be fun. And and what's really funny though, Shane, is you just updated it, and they don't know this yet, <laughs> so because they're, they're not be hearing like, this, so they're just gonna cool. see it, and and <laughs> and then it's gonna be a surprise to them. But um, we'll do everything we can to get this show out tonight. Um, yeah, and, and then great. We have a guest tonight, too. You know, Shane made a joke that we haven't talked football yet, but we wanted to talk a little bit about the 150th episode. And we have a guest. And the funny thing about the guest that we have tonight, by having him on the show, it kind of ruins this running joke that him and I have had for like over a year on Twitter. And, and he's cracking up right now. But we want to bring in, in our guest... I'm going to say it, Matt Donnelly. You can find him on Twitter at Dingus4. And yeah. welcome, Matt. <laughs> welcome, Dingus. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Look at that mustache. Well, thanks for bringing me on. I'm, I'm glad. Episode 150 and I'm coming on the show. It, it only took like a, three years and, uh, oh, I don't know how many gifts that I had to send to get a, get a shot at this show. <laughs> That's what the that joke was. Every time I would tweet out something about, hey, we had an awesome guest tonight or awesome show tonight. Every time I would do it for like the last year, 
<laughs> Dingus would say, oh, but it's not me. Or he'd send yeah, out a I've little gif of him tweets. sitting yeah, by I've himself in the park and <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I would always send the, the spit take one of the girl spitting out her drink, you know. But hey. Uh, that, you... that was a completely different <laughs> gif. Yeah, I thought I, where you were going is where you ended up. I, you know, the I girl. Like he... <laughs> it's just a joke that Matt always says. If well, I don't, if I don't get that gif, he says, "Go ahead, Matt." Well, I'll tell you what. Behind every one of those gifts I sent were real tears. Aww. You know, that was really me as Mel- Melhouse there, throwing the frisbee to himself, head down. That was me. I lived that. That was that was real. That was pure emotion going into those gifts every <laughs> single time. You need a cowboy hat on, man. It would complete the look for me. I mean, you seriously look like you're about ready to go out and ru- uh, wrestle some uh, wrestle up some cattle, some steers. That's his his Twitter icon, is it right? With the, with the cowboy hat, the be- mustache, and everything. Yep. Yeah. So you, you got a mustache and um, you drink uh, weird things. Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he drinks weird beverages yeah. on dares and bets, right? Yeah, so we, we got a few different things on the go. Uh, me and Chase have a wax your chest kind of thing Chase, going on here. Once Chase, two... Chase, my son. Uh, yeah, your son. Uh, he, he's yeah, clearly ahead of me awkward. here. <laughs> Brett, Brett, uh, I'm talking about Bradley Cooper's lookalike there, uh, Intervention. Uh, so we've got that thing going on at 2K. Uh, we've done the Big Mac smoothie challenge where I had to chug a Big Mac smoothie. Would not recommend that to anybody. Uh, no. The, the week before that was the makeover challenge. So I had my daughter do my makeup. And by the way, waterproof mascara is waterproof. So that shit stayed on for about two or three days. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you cry, you don't want your mascara to run. <laughs> Exactly. But I didn't think it was really waterproof. Right. I figured like 90% of all women are fake. So I was like, okay, waterproof oh. mask. Oh, 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 we have a chat room that a few of us were in. There's every woman in there is smarter than me. I will say that right now. Yeah, every yeah, single yeah. one good of them man, is good smarter man. than I am. Yeah, all, every woman in there is smarter than all three of us put together. All four of us put together. Oh my god! Yeah, see, he said all three of us. There's four of us here. Talking about, uh, talking about like uh, Linda and Faith yeah. and. Uh, Sam Holt, uh, Katie Flowers, just a bunch of people, bunch of women that are a whole lot smarter than us. Kate Kasem. <laughs> they are pretty funny, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's just the streak of every time I'm on a any podcast now, <laughs> said... the police are driving by. You called it. You said that last. I week. live in Sarajevo, best I can tell. Like it's a fucking war zone. <laughs> DMZ. Yeah. You should have saw. You should have saw Dingus's face when all of a sudden he hears a siren. He thinks he's getting arrested. Um, so listen, we kind of jumped into all this stuff, but you didn't tell everybody about yourself. So let everybody know where they can find you. We t- we mentioned Dingus, but what do you do? What website? What are you What are you doing? Well, you can catch me over at at the dynastyvipers.com at dynastyvipers on Twitter. Uh, we've got a good crew over there right now. For the first time in a long time, we've got a bunch of people over there. Uh, we got Jeff with kind of doing our um, injury kind of assessments on the podcast on the Viper cast with me and Calvin. We got B Marcy over there. 
uh, Chev from the Dynasty Rewind. He uh, writes some articles and gets published over there. So we've got a few different people, uh, Roberto Serrano. Uh, I'd say about six or seven of us now writing articles for the Dynasty Viper. So you can catch that on. You can catch me obviously on Twitter there at Dingus4. There's really nothing educational going on on my Twitter page. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to coin the phrase, uh, trying to coin the phrase Dingusologies, where you just throw a bunch of shit on the wall, see what sticks. That's kind of my fantasy strategy these days. So that is your strategy, huh? Now, I know you play a lot of IDP because you're Canadian and uh, you can't help it. Um, exactly. It's like a birth defect, obviously. Playing oh, my IDP. God. Just, well, just like being Canadian is a birth defect. I mean, it just there's nothing you can do about it. I don't blame the person for it. You know what I mean? But it's if you were playing in a defect. league that's not awful, um, what's your favorite format? <laughs> After well, shitting you know, on everything well, else. We're all born into circumstances beyond our control. So let's get, let's talk about that first, right? It, we're, we've all got our crosses to bear, so to speak. Um, if I'm into it right now, it's a lot of the uh, uh, super flex is obviously the one right up there. And I like mine with my IDP in there. I like the bigger rosters, uh, stuff you have to put a little bit of thinking into. But I like my deeper roster, so I think it kind of allows the owner to load up, build that depth, and then if someone gets injured and stuff, you're not there's not players on the waiver wire to chase because you've built your depth properly. And that's what I'm kind of into, those deeper leagues that have the big rosters. I don't care, anywhere between 12 and 14 teams is kind of what I'm looking at. It's gotta be PPR nowadays. Uh, some of us started, I know Sipes, we've kind of joked back and forth a few times here about the old days <laughs> of doing our rosters and doing their scoring through the newspaper. Yeah, Those yeah, days are sure. long gone. So that old standard format was fine back then, but now it's yeah. like the PPR. Uh, you want to throw some weird twists in. I love Bosch when he gets some of these crazy ideas together, uh, trying to play with those. I, I'm in some of his leagues right now. I still don't understand the rules. I just submit a lineup <laughs> and hope for the best. Yeah. I, I think that's by design, so the commissioner maybe has an edge. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in, no. Um, I was in, yeah, John Bosch. John Bosch does a great leagues. And, and the best thing about the leagues I was in and I, I bet you this is part of his his uh, what he wants is the people that I met playing in the league. Yeah. Because um, I couldn't honestly tell you if I was any good in any of the, the leagues I was in because it was one of his leagues. I forget what it was where <laughs> and it's still around probably where there was like 10 different components. And every week I would forget to do something. I'm like, oh, I forgot to put in my DFS or the next week. Oh, I forgot to put in my Yahoo redraft uh, <laughs> version in this league. Every week it was something. But yeah, every but like, you know, I met really cool people like i started talking to like zach from the um dynasty dummies zach and kyle i think and uh, a few other people but yeah john john puts together some really fun leagues and always has really cool people in them i know i, I usually get stuck in these leagues every year everyone's always looking for <laughs> hey come join this league join this league and one of the first questions is who's in it if they list off like six or seven people that i know i'm not in it i, I want to <laughs> yeah. meet these new people you know what i mean yeah it's exactly. not about like i've got a bunch of leagues where i'm doubled up with Lots of people, good buddies of mine and stuff like that. I would call my Twitter friends, so to speak. And it's great and all, but like you said, the best thing about the Scott Fishbowl is you get these little group chats on the side. Yep. And the things that you talk about in there, the 104 chat, and then you've got your He-Man mm -hmm. chat or whatever. You've got these so many different people that you're going back and forth with that you've never met, that you would never, you will never meet except for this one-time event. So when you get that opportunity to meet and mingle with other people, I think that's where it gives you that fantastic league. That's what you want. That's what and I'm looking for when I join a league. And it is cool when, like, you have, you know, the bigger name people that are actually 
cool and actually talk. <laughs> now, I know we've all been in leagues with some of the bigger name people where they're just basic douchebags and they don't really um, associate. Um, but luckily, I, I got to say, every every year I've been in Scott Fishbowl, like, you know, like the bigger name people have always been really cool and, you know, just bullshitting with us, you know? You know, speaking of the Scott Fishbowl, we did we all did the potathon, and I believe when we were on the potathon, you came in and and talked a little bit. But when you did the potathon, you brought a guest with you, right? Yeah, no people people who are tuning into that potathon at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I got news for you; they're probably not there to listen to me. Let, let's be honest if you're if you're if you're going to stay up and you're going to listen to a potathon, you don't want to hear me talking. So I was like, nice. what can I do? What can I do to make this special for the people who are actually staying up right now? What can we do to make it special? So one of the guys I kind of, we talk about being in Debbie leagues and stuff. So one of the guys I followed was out of Limestone College, Vincent Smith, wide receiver, New York Jets now. And I followed his career, got got to know him really well. And I was like, hey, Vincent, we're doing this. Here's where the money's going, getting raised for. Are you in? He's like, absolutely. I was like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> fantastic. There's like no pulling teeth. It was like, answer right away. So then I'm getting there. It's like almost our time. I'm like, man, is he actually going to show up? Because I didn't think he was it going to show up he said he was going to show up but party was always like yeah i don't know if he's going to show up but he showed up there and i was like all right here we go here's my next 30 minutes right here so that you said that's vincent smith that was on there with you yeah yeah new york jets receiver yeah it yeah, was no i know who he is i was just making sure i heard it heard the name right that's great man good for you it was a yeah, great a segment day. yeah it was a great segment they they talked a lot about because it was just when we were going into this whole COVID, how the NFL was going to handle everything and how people were doing stuff. And he gave a lot of really good insight on how they were doing the virtual playbooks and all that stuff. But you're right. You you kind of sat back and, and he did most of the talking on your segment. Yeah. The one thing he did point out, especially going to Scott Fishbowl, he's like, he pointed out how special of a receiver Denzel Mims was and what he's seen from him early on. And it got you all excited going, we knew he was going to be pretty good, but the way he talked him up and what he sees behind the scenes that we don't see and giving us that little extra insight into the player's life and what they deal with on a day-to-day basis was like, I thought it was quite eye-opening myself. Yeah, that's really cool. There's plenty of kids running around. How many kids? Dingus oh, has boy, what do I got today? Four children. <laughs> is that what it is? You're up to 54 now? a lot. <laughs> that number keeps on growing. It's like a legend right now. It uh, is. <laughs> what do I got in my house right now? I got nine, 10, 12, 12 kids under 12 right now in the oh, house. Wow. So we talk about that and people make those comments. What is that about? Like, how do you have all those kids in your house? And is your house big enough for all those kids? Well, the house is big enough. Uh, but let's be, I'll, I'll come right on and say it. Uh, my wife, she, she's a very special woman. I'm a jackass and all that other fun stuff. It, this would never be happening without her. Uh, we've been fostering children for 17 years now that have come into our home. So we foster, we've adopted some of them that have come through and uh, yeah, it's, and that's all her. That's all on her for everything. Cause I, I wouldn't have that's the patience cool. to do it, but she's a saint and that, that's kind of a little insight into my everyday life. But yeah, we've got of our kids, we've had four of them between the two of us. That's all. And then the rest of the kids are all fostered and adopted. So that should give you Dude, an idea. Congratulations to you guys. Right. That's that's great work. Do they all play hockey? Most of them. That's, that's no. I've only got the three. Yeah. yeah. No. So the the bio kids, the the youngest bio kids. So I've also got five kids that are over twenty. Oh. So there's five kids over twenty that have already moved out of the house. So that ups the numbers to I don't know what anymore. 
Uh, but the three youngest that are kind of our kids, our bio kids, they all play hockey. So uh, this right. weekend we were supposed to go play a crazy prairie driving kind of weekend. And one of the teams we were going to play came up with four positive uh, tests for COVID. So oh, that kind of kiboshed right. everything. But the boy he plays, he's got his first start of the year coming against another team here. He's a goalie. So he gets the ring at go at that one. So and then it sounds like the affiliate, the team above us, they had a goalie go down with an injury. So he may be doing the double duty this year for the next couple months. But my daughter, I tell you what, she's a beast out there. She's uh twelve years old, five foot four, one thirty, and she just can rip a puck. Like it, it's it's <laughs> pretty awesome. funny watching. She, and she puts the body in these other girls. It's hilarious because she just leans right Bodies on them, huh? <laughs> beauty. Oh yeah. For people that are listening, Dingus lives in Canada. So, so when when that you're talking, he's Canadian. Yes. Yeah, so when he's when he's talking about like like COVID, you, is your situation? You know, we're here in America. We talk about this all the time. We know what's going on. Is the situation there similar to it is here, or is it not as bad? It's not as I wouldn't say it's as bad just because of the population in general. Right. Uh, you guys are saying. dealing with greater populations than what we've got going on. You're, the population of New York is like the same population as Canada in general, like all together. Mm. Yeah. So you guys are dealing on a much grander scale. So we won't have the numbers or the deaths or anything like that that you guys have been seeing. Uh, it actually got to the point where my, my uh, aunt, she's an ER nurse in Vegas. I go, I go, Brenda, what's going on down there? Like, is this a real thing? Because we have had maybe where I'm at, maybe three cases. Oh wow! In a town of sixty-four thousand, it's been like so. It's it's one of those things. It's out of your sight. It's out of your mind. Is this a real thing? You don't know what to believe. You're watching. You're paying. The only outlet we have is what's going on on mainstream media, and we're like, we don't see nothing here. Like there's nothing going on right now. But now the cases are starting to come up. But obviously, testing is coming more and more. Right? We're seeing the NFL right now. More and more cases coming out and how they're adjusting on the fly. And uh, we've seen a good case there. Talk about uh, Green Bay and San Francisco last night. All of a sudden, they had a positive test for one of the, I think it was Green Bay players today. Yeah. But two players that were not allowed to play last night had negative tests today. So <laughs> things are ever evolving and changing as we go. And I think we're just kind of making it up by the seat of our pants right now. Hmm. And, and you being in Canada, how did you get into doing all this stuff with American football? You know what? I've always been, football has always been my first thing. I was never a very good skater. Um, I was more of the stand in one spot, wait for someone to punch me in the face and punch him back kind of guy when I played hockey. So uh, I wasn't going to chase after anyone. Uh, I have a very punchable face. So I, that's always been more well for me. <laughs> but on the football field, you don't have to skate. You know what I mean? You can actually run, you can hit, and you can do this. So that was kind of my equalizer was playing on the football field. And <laughs> did you say football? <laughs> and you, you'd love it up here. Our balls are way bigger than your guys' balls up here. Like, Wait, hey, 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 this is a family show. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, Shane wow. is completely quiet. I like watching um, the CFL, and their balls are definitely bigger. <laughs> um, if I think if you could combine both the NFL and like if you've had the talent of the NFL and you're playing with the CFL rules, I think that'd be a that fantastic. Be a yeah, man, I love how the CFL has the game wait. set up and the field, all, all of it. It would be There's super two cool. Yard wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so fifty fives? What do they have? 
Yeah. Center field is 55. Wait, yeah, there's t- a 55 yard line. Like, no, that's just incorrect. <laughs> what are you doing? You <laughs> no, but but you just said you just said it's better. T- tell our listeners what is better about Canadian football rules. The only you get a water field. You uh, the play the game is never over. You cannot yeah. run the clock out in the CFL. <gasps> like every time it's down, it's like the clock stops. Everyone lines up. You've got like a 25 second shot clock or play clock to work with. Like it's mm-hmm. a quick game. You've got to be on your ball. And then on the flip side, the motion. Uh, if yeah. I'm playing the slot receiver, I get a run at you. So when I played when I played my ball, I was that what you would call the nickel corner slash linebacker kind of guy where I'd have these slots running at me full steam and they all have two-way goes. So it was crazy. Like the way you have to defend that, you're you're basically trying to play a guessing game by studying what the film is of the, your opponent because you don't know what his tendencies are. If you're not studying that film – He's got that two-way go at you, and he's running at you already full steam from 10 to 15 yards back at you. Yeah, that running start is crazy. They're they're at full speed by the time they get to you. Wow, that's cool. So my tendency was I was, like, not the fastest guy, so I was going to make dang well sure that I jammed this guy no matter how possible. If I missed him, I was hoping my safety would come cover me over the top, (laughs) but I had to get the jam because the guy gets on you, and he gets on you quick. But just the whole – game itself it's it's a beautiful game to watch and i think if you had the talent that the nfl has playing this game it'd be insane like how much faster this game would be right yeah the only the only thing that sucks is like their cfl um the championship the gray cup the halftime show is trash (laughs) because they'll they'll only use canadian so like one year it was like gordon lightfoot and um and uh I forget like some like character off of a, a television show that had been canceled six years before that. Oh and, uh, my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, they have Neil you guys Young remember the hundred year old Neil Young at halftime? Do you guys remember yeah. the Super Bowl where you guys had Fergie on for the Super Bowl? Yes, no, I don't. you guys remember no, that? I no. Yes, no, I, I do. Not. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. had, she was on the Grey Cup the year before, so you guys actually got our sloppy seconds. <laughs> we actually right. had. A, yeah, I'm well, glad you pointed that out. I think when it comes to Fergie. Oh, no. for you. Yeah, oh, man. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Her, her London Bridge is uh, <laughs> falling, falling down. Yeah, it's, it's, it's falling down by now, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, football. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did have a bunch of trades that we were going to talk about. And, you know, it is our 150th episode. And we have, we have some trades to go over. And having you here, it's awesome. So, if you want to go over some trades with us, it'll be fun. I'm good. I, I love trades. I love making decisions for other people. Me, on the other <laughs> hand, not so much. Other people, bang up advice coming. Do you get a lot of DMs and questions about trade trade advice? Yeah, quite a bit. It's funny because uh, Shane's been on the opposite end. I think when I've had advice, when I've been when I've been looking to make a trade, I'm fantastic at giving advice. I'm not so good at give, taking my own advice when it comes to a trade. I always look for that. Okay. Am I on, am I thinking the same thing here? Why not? So I think I've even bounced a few off of Shane here in the past, just to kind of DM. Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, okay. This is where I'm kind of at, but I just need that extra little push. And I think a lot of people when they do those DMs, that's what they're looking for: either a little bit of a confirmation, or, or am I getting into it too quickly? Am I making a brass decision here? So uh, I got no problem helping other people out, but like I said, taking my own advice sometimes a little sketchy. Yeah, see, see, I'm the same way. Like, I, 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 not that I put more thought into it, but I definitely, I guess, overthinking, care more about the outcome when it's for someone else because I know if I give them bad advice, it's like, oh, I fucked your team. Like, whereas, 
I'm used to just fucking up my own life. You know what I mean? Like clearly. <laughs> yeah, so, keep it to, keep it to I'm yourself, okay with man. that. You know what I mean? Like I've in your lane. Yeah, I'm 41. Like I've screwed up a lot, and uh, I'm gonna continue screwing up, and my life's shit. But that's fine. You know what I mean? But when I do it to someone else, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's that's not great. I'm so glad you said that because I was gonna tell Dingus that no, you guys are exactly like not different. <laughs> Shane's gonna give it other people advice, but not yeah. so much his teams. <laughs> yeah, you do have a point. It- it is fun to give other people advice and kind of remove yourself from your own biases, you know, with your with your own teams and your own rosters. And and you can kind of be more objective for people and, and get in get in the zone. I think it's easier and better helping other people analyze trades because I get way too involved with my own teams. So I think so I got a trade for you guys. And it's in our right there. bias. We have our own bias for our own teams, right? Every single time we have our own bias on our own teams. That, that's what it is. I even talked to Dynasty Outhouse there. I'm like, how would I give you my MFL password and you just go to town? <laughs> go clean up some of the rosters for me. Just do it. So, because I won't. So, go out there and clean them up. I like your plan. Own. I'm not sure you chose the right guy, but I Become a patron of ours. You give me your shit. I go in, I diagnose it, I hook you up. Oh, a little write up. Then we can text each other dirty messages. It's fun. <laughs> It, it's a lot of fun. So wait, so Shane, you were about to, to tell us yeah, about one of the trades. Oh, what, what's the trade you have there? This is from one of our patrons. Because um, again, we like them better, the HQ crew, better than non-crew members. Um, he has a rebuilding team in a 12-team Superflex. He was offered Joshua Allen for Matthew Ryan, Sam Darnold, and a third I, I think I'm sticking with Josh Allen here on this one. Um, Matt Ryan's kind of on the back nine here. He might play a few more years yet. Sam Darnold, we don't know what he's going to look like. It's likely that he's out of New York, which may be a blessing in disguise. And thir- picks are picks. Like a, a third for me is really, you're looking at what, pick number 25 to 30 yeah. kind of range. So yeah, that's what it would be, yeah. My, my general cutoff when it's with, with trades is that second round. You're going to get value in the second round, and then in the third round, you've got to find value. Yeah, uh, it's more of a lottery ticket for sure. I mean, this past year was yeah. a little bit easier, but it still is. I mean, I got Harrison Bryant at, you know, 412, right, because people just didn't know what he was, which was surprising. But otherwise, you know, ordinarily, you're looking for a diamond in the rough, but I, I don't even need to analyze the trade because you pretty much just summarized it perfectly. That's exactly it. it you're getting it, Josh it, Allen, you're giving up two questionable quarterbacks, period. Yeah, it's Darnold. Josh Allen, if you're looking to move Josh Allen, if for whatever reason you're looking to do it, right now is probably going to be his highest value he's going to have during the season, this season, because his schedule gets a lot tougher on the back on the back half here. So I'd like to see you come away with more than Matt Ryan and Sam Darnold. I mean, I think he's worth yeah. more than that. Come on. Well, he's being offered it. He's being offered Josh Allen for those players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm buying yeah, that all day. Definitely buy that, yes. Yeah. Because I just I don't I don't see you know look I loved Sam Darnold coming out of college but I think he's ruined. Still do. Yeah, yeah well, he's I ruined. still do. You know you got to look at the fantasy points and the situation and Josh Allen's uh, up there yeah, for sure. But just and, check uh, for, if you're bringing Allen in, just make sure that don't get too down on yourself for making this trade with what's going to happen down the backside of the of the schedule here because he's got a tough schedule coming up. We have another trade here, and Jeremy, you say you have a trade. What is the trade you got? Yeah, hopefully we didn't already talk about this one. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, I, in a super flex league, um, I had tried desperately to get rid of Jared Cook, and, and I was trying to move Adam Thielen, too. My, um, 
my team actually <laughs> this roster that I'm trading these players away from, I won that I won the title last year in the first year of a startup. And this year, I don't know, I think I've won four games or something so far. I'm not doing well, maybe three games. And I wanted to get younger, get players that I like, you know, get a pick or something. So Jared Cook was hard to move because of his age. But I, I successfully moved him and along with Adam Thielen. And I brought in Marquise Brown, Baltimore wide receiver, Drew Sample, Cincinnati tight end. I'm high on him, but he might have a little bit of uh, I mean, he's, he's not there yet. And, and the same with this kid, Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Cleveland Browns. He's definitely not there yet. He's got some development to do. And then a 2021 round two pick. So Marquise Brown, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Drew Sample, and a 2021 second. Um, this was like the best um, I could do for Jared Cook and Adam Thielen. But I just wondered, especially Shane, I wanted to know what you guys thought about this. <laughs> Especially I, yeah, Shane, I, I want, Dingus, I want, I want, Dingus, you and I don't matter. We don't matter. Well, no, no, but let's let's do, hear Shane. Shane. Let's hear Shane's Shane answer. Validate one of my trades for once. Because I, you know, I love Marquise Brown. I still think he's going to hit. Uh, but um, yeah, it's just a shame. I mean, Adam Thielen. It's it's fun to be like, oh, you should be able to get this for him. But we all play in leagues, and we know you're not getting this for him. Like, quite frankly, you're not getting a first for him in any league like it doesn't matter if he produces or not the dude's 30 years old um so i think this is about the best you could do i'm fine with it. you got marcy marquise brown and a second rounder i like yeah. Jarrett cook but unless it's a tight end premium start two tight ends i'm not really that concerned about him yeah i mean marquise brown and the second for adam thielen let's right. say and then i got donovan peoples jones and drew sample for yeah, which for yeah whatever their stuff i mean they don't matter um Donovan Peoples Jones or Jones People, whatever his name is, we yeah, talked about him. We yeah. we talked about him the other night on the uh, FF intervention, and he's just—I mean, look—he's a physical specimen. Um, right. Doesn't make you a good football player, though. And he's the fifth guy really up right now because ahead of him even is Kaderil Hodge, who's the long ball guy, and ahead of him is Rashard Higgins. But you know, maybe next year or the year after. What do you think, uh, Matt? I think you're on the right idea there. I think a young, talented wide receiver with a second-round pick is probably good value for Thielen right now because, like you said, the leagues we're in, people ain't paying what what the dynasty calculator is telling you to do. Uh, so as far as Marquise Brown is, I'm not big on Marquise Brown. I'm not a big fan of him, but I could see if you are into Marquise Brown with a second-round pick, I could justify that for uh, Thielen. As far as Cook goes, yeah, you might as well get rid of him. Now, you're if you're going to get two younger players, you, you talk, you're you moving a bunch of these older players out of your lineup, now's the time to do so. So, yeah. Jared Cook, you're not getting nothing for him. Like I, I'd be surprised if you could get him for a draft pick, like a fifth rounder right now. So, Peoples-Jones, kind of a Flying. lottery ticket, doesn't hurt yeah. there at all. Yeah. I agree with both of these guys, especially if you're talking about you're a team that you're not competing. You you don't really think you have a chance, which people can't see, but you're shaking your head. Because, you know, if you had a chance, I'd rather stick Thielen and Cook in my starting lineup than the other guys. But you're yeah, already... I have a chance next year. I don't have a chance yeah. in hell this year. So, it's, <laughs> so I'm just look, kind of uh, resetting for next season, which I think Marquise Brown and the pick will definitely... Oh, yeah, the only thing I would have preferred is instead of getting... Um, Sample and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'd rather get like a third and a fourth. 
Yeah, I was happy to get sample though, and I added Peoples Jones in here. I think he was trying to give me something I can't even remember. Maybe a, a fifth round pick, because I think we have five rounds in this. Yeah. I I actually wanted DPJ instead of the fifth, so so I, I was I but, chose that. But what I was going to say, this is a done deal. You've already done it, right? So there is yeah, no yeah, countering to it. Okay. Two days ago. Yeah. Going yeah. Back. It's yeah. Like no. No. no redo. But, no, yeah. but but I was agreeing with Shane about getting a, another pick, maybe because yeah, even the picks between now and the draft, you can use that pick to make a different trade. You know, not not yeah. so much keeping that third or whatever for another trade. So yeah, I um, agree with you what you're saying on the picks. It would have been ideal. Um, I'll tell you what, though, when I when I made this, I was actually ecstatic because I wasn't I wasn't getting shit for anyone you know responding to offers or yeah this was i was like you know it was almost a smash accept and then when a dpj when he accepted you know that was my counter to him adding D- donovan people's jones in there instead of the fifth and he accepted it i was like <laughs> because i i could not get rid of jared like like dinga said you can't get anything for jared cook that was basically all that stuff for uh freaking one player the people that are listening did not see you beg to say thank you in silence to the gods I forget we're, we're still not in video around here damn it switch the video so shane you have another trade on here what's the deal uh, i actually haven't i'm on a cold streak i haven't made a trade in probably really? like a week yeah i made i mean the only trade i've made in any league is not even worth talking about it was like jalen guyton for a third round uh rookie pick because i needed someone to start that week all right well listen we do have a couple trades from our listeners we have one actually from like seven hours ago so if we if you don't have any trades on there let's do a couple from our listeners and one of them is from dynasty benzo and he asked us which would you rather have Corey davis or a mid-2021 second? Corey Davis. He's a top 24 wide receiver right now. So so what do you think, Dingus? It's Corey Davis season, man. You got to get on this. It's Corey Davis season. You got to fire up Corey Davis. You got to let it ride. I love me some Corey Davis. Jeremy? Yeah, no, the, the time to be mad at Corey Davis has passed. And I agree with Shane in that. I think that that pick is too low for Corey Davis. So the funny you thing. Want, of- you want the player. The funny thing about that, obviously, all four of us say Corey Davis, but this thing has 16 hours left, and it's 57% to 43%. It seems like it'd be like 90 to 10, uh, well, but <laughs> what? Here's the thing. People hate Corey Davis, right? Yeah. Because he he's, I don't think, obviously, he's not going to be what we hoped, right? When when he was drafted in the top, what was he drafted, like the top 10 or something? He was drafted early, right? Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, he was a freaking number one overall pick in a lot of rookie drafts no Corey i mean Davis. well yeah but oh, real football i'm saying but either way yeah he was probably the one oh, really? yeah real football all right okay. but either way um i think a lot of people are still bitter over that that you know he's he's not he hasn't turned into that wide receiver one that a lot of us thought he was going to be but on the season right now he's the wide receiver 16 um and actually if you take out richie james which i will because he doesn't count <laughs> Because um, he's played one <laughs> game, and if you take out Alan Richard, who's played three games, um, then Davis is the wide receiver fourteen on the year at sixteen point eight fantasy points a, a week. But wait, uh, you're you're saying that Richie James one game he had on Thursday he puts him above Corey Davis in those oh, rankings? Yeah, I look at you know points per game. Yeah, points. So he is the leading. If you just look at points <laughs> per game and don't put any caveats in it, R- Richie James <laughs> is the overall wide receiver one. Um, oh my god. 
for people play phone games, so it's a little skewed <laughs> for people that are our are, are patrons or actually that are now our hq crew we did a patreon show last night uh getting ready for the games and because of the the whole um jordan reed ir thing so we actually did a patreon show and that was one of the things that was talking people didn't know who was going to be the the wide receiver that was going to benefit anything in that game you know and a lot of people liked uh, jordan reed who got one catch you know mm-hmm. but richie james did get that touchdown so richie james after <laughs> you know he was a lot of people's favorite rookie sleeper about uh three or four years ago yeah and he finally hit so like if you bought in on him three or four years ago you got to be feeling good last night <laughs> i was talking he to validated a, all of them yeah. I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning because i drafted him that year not i think it was like the fourth round i drafted him and i held on to him for like two years and then i just dumped him and whatever so listen we do have another trade here from george with a whole bunch of numbers there's like 10 numbers after his name but he's asking us with in a dynasty that's a half point PPR, do you want Christian McCaffrey or on the other side, Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon? No, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Dingus? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could be swayed to be, I could be swayed either way here. Uh, everyone likes a good Chubb. Uh, I like what <laughs> Chubb does there in Cleveland. Um, he's, Chubb's been really pounding the holes when he gets an opportunity to get out there. And Mixon, Mixon's great in PPR, but I still have to lead. Man, I got to go with McCaffrey still, but it's, it's I think it's a lot closer than maybe it was uh, before the season started. I got to give it to McCaffrey by a hair, but uh, that one's closer than I think. Jeremy? Yeah, I'm going with McCaffrey just on the points alone. I mean, a kid that, first of all, he doesn't get hurt a lot. That kid's amazing. Finishes as overall running back one, but even if he's just a top five running back one, <clears throat> top five in the league wide receiver two in points as you know out of the backfield like that i have to go with him though i love nick chubb but the reason is um i don't care for joe mixon so for me this yeah this trade is cmc all day for me the only reason that i would think it's even closer than what you guys are saying is because we've talked about it a million times with the covid and the injuries and 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 being able to start a starting lineup you can uh, potentially have two guys that you could be putting in your lineup as opposed to one guy. And for me, I, yeah, I, but that's not always, a, I mean, okay. So but, but if it's all, that's fine. If it's like a, a star draft 12. Okay. But, but we, 10. right. But we've, we talked about, we even talked about it last night on the Patreon show thing right now, the way fantasy is, whether you're playing dynasty or redraft or anything like that, if you want to win right now, it's it's a different mindset than what you're doing. You make the face, but we talked about it last night. Do you sit there and do you? Well, I clearly wasn't listening because I didn't only remember agreeing to any of this. Okay, well you you didn't agree. What I'm telling you is we we talked last night. Jeremy Jeremy talked about it too. That if you're going to look at teams right now, if you want to try to win a game right now, you want bodies in your lineup as opposed to. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb's not going to play for a few weeks, and Joe Mixon's off. Christian and and Christian McCaffrey's not, he's not playing this weekend. He's going to be activated Sunday. They think he's going to play Sunday, yeah. Okay, so the point is, for me, I would say that it's closer because that you could potentially have two starting bodies in your lineup. So here's the to thing, let you know, I was going to let you know what it, how it came out, but go yeah, ahead. go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that, but I just want to say, like you know, look, Chubb and Chubb and Mixon probably going to give me 30 points a week, right? Between the two of them, using up two starting spots on my roster. 
McCaffrey's going to get me 20 to 30 by himself every week. But what if he doesn't? What if he comes back from this injury and he doesn't get you that? Well, then his past history is going to... I'm just looking at what he's done in his whole career. There's no reason to think that he won't. Well, why not? He's been injured. He's been I, gone. I think, he hasn't been playing. Because he was the running back one last year, and he was like the running back two uh, the year before that. And but, because the guy catches everything in sight, and they use him on 98% of the, the snaps. He's CMC. He's dynamite. But that again, that you're still talking about one running back as opposed to two running backs. And the one running back gets hurt, you're done. Two running backs, if one of them gets hurt, you still have another one. I'm just saying there's a reason for maybe having the two as opposed to the one. That's all I was I saying. I can see why someone I mean, there's, a, there's reasons for everything. That doesn't make them good reasons. Like I I find reasons to drink myself to sleep at night. That doesn't make it a good reason. <laughs> but 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 you also talk about absolutes and we've talked about that before. And just because he was great. Okay, fine, whatever. Whether you think I'm wrong or not, I don't care because in my in my mind I'd rather have the two bodies than the one. I will tell you this. The 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 poll has already ended and it's actually a 63% to 37%. And the 63% is for Chubb and Nixon, Mixon, and the 37% was for CMC. All right. And I mean, you know, it's interesting. I mean, because, you know, obviously McCaffrey hasn't played and in Dynasty we are goldfish. Um, although I got to stop using that analogy because apparently goldfish actually do have very good memories and they can remember yeah. things. Bro. I didn't yeah. even know yeah. why you said goldfish. The fishbowl and the damn thing's Chinese. Because you're like, they got a little brain. So how yeah. can their memory be? But anyway, <laughs> I'd like to see what this poll looks like in about three weeks when McCaffrey right. I was three say weeks that in a row as the, you know, as a top three running back. You know what would be funny? What, if we... Joe Mixon was a different player in this trade, I would consider it a little bit differently. I'm totally biased against Joe Mixon. I don't buy into that kid at all. You know what would be cool, though? How about in three weeks? Like three weeks from today, yeah. let's just up, see. Yeah. Let's We'll pull it back up, but let's just see. In, in three weeks from today, that week, how many points CMC got and how many points Chubb and Mixon got combined? And we'll see what happens. You know? And I love when these two go at it over a trade because this is this is the kind of stuff that people are doing in leagues right now. These this kind of stuff. This season's been crazy. Well, and I, that I, I was and that was my asterisk about it. it things are dating one side or the other very right. hard. You're an you know asterisk. I mean? um, <laughs> you just call me an asterisk. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on for three weeks now, oh, mind really? you. What you're you're, you're you're counting two starting spots, right? against McCaffrey and whoever I want to use in any of my other starting spots. But that's not part of this thing. It doesn't say that. No, it's not. It doesn't say that. You just said that Christian McCaffrey will be better than those two guys. That's all you said. You didn't say Christian McCaffrey and any person I decide to choose. How many starters... It doesn't matter. That's not what you said. How many starting spots? How many starting spots do Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb take up? They take up two. Can't use them in one spot. Okay, fine. So then you take the CMC and the Rashard Higgins as your second spot. Then, (laughs) if you're starting, (laughs) I'm just saying we'll we'll see what happens. What were you gonna say, Matt? So I, I could see why you'd want the extra depth, but we're kind of really looking at it as none of these players have played in the last three weeks. Right. Yeah. So looking at this, we talk about depth and it's nice. I see where you're coming from, where you can make that argument with having that extra running back, having that extra depth, et cetera, et cetera. It's good to have, except if they're not playing. Right. Which neither one of these guys are. And there's, we make that argument. McCaffrey may not be the same McCaffrey coming off his injury. Well, Nick Chubb may not be the same Nick Chubb coming off his injury. Right. Kareem Hunt maybe earned a little bit more role. Dearness Johnson may have earned a little bit more role. We don't know what it's going to look like going forward. 
Now, on Christian McCaffrey, what Shane's basically saying is you've got a two-and-one special. Uh, Jeremy mentioned McCaffrey being an RB2 at worst with a QB, uh, wide receiver five combined into the same player, where now you could pull a guy off your bench, say Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs may be your odd guy out. You stick him in your lineup. You combine his points with McCaffrey's points. You're getting more than you would with maybe Chubb right, and Nixon. That's what Mike was so, saying, and that's a perfect, perfectly good sound argument. And no, you know, running back one and wide receiver two, but still, you know, like the 13th best wide receiver will say, and what, third or fifth best running back at worst. That's what you're getting, and then couple it with Henry Ruggs, and that's coming out ahead of Nick Chubb and but, Joe Mixon. I don't even want to say his name. Yeah, and there's also, the, there's also the, the Mike Davis thing. I'm not saying Mike Davis took Christian McCaffrey's job. That's not what I'm saying. But they do have another option that if they don't want to pound Christian McCaffrey into the ground and worry that they don't want him in every down or hurt himself again or whatever, there is going to be a little bit of a rotation in there too. Or maybe not. Maybe none of this yeah, happens. Kind of and maybe you guys are right and he's the number one guy and he's the greatest ever. But there is the possibility that he's not going to be the number one guy and greatest yeah, this, ever. Yeah, this trade is isn't cut and dried. I just think that the argument for Christian McCaffrey is a little bit better than the one for, uh, you know, Chubb and Mixon. And what Shane, what Shane said, I mean, I quoted Mike, but Mike, Mike, dude, a lot of times I want the two players, but what Shane said about, and, and Dingus confirmed with like adding another player on with McCaffrey. I'm just saying that does make that side of the trade more appealing thinking sure. of it that way. But who knows what the other, the other player is going to be that you're adding to McCaffrey off your roster. Yeah. And it, and we're in leagues where, you know, we all are, where we have to start 11 or more players, right. <laughs> like 13 players, right. which obviously changes everything. You I know, love those things. Because then you are starting guys like Jalen Guyton. So, you know what, maybe, you know, having a, a Chubb and a mix in instead of just one monster, it, it might be beneficial. Yeah. But I'm just thinking in most most leagues are probably start nine, start 10 players. I yeah. Think. And and one of the things I was going to say when you told me you don't listen and you don't remember and whatever else we he talked about. <laughs> uh, one of the things we talked about was was leagues that you have to start two running backs. You know, we do have a lot of leagues where it's one, one, one and a bunch of flexes. But he's there's also listening right now. I know he's not. I saw <laughs> It doesn't matter. I, I, it, I will talk out to the wind. I don't care. Um, but I'm just saying that it's not absolutes. That's all I was trying to say. So right, here's a good point. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you know, listen, we do have a couple other things, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to hold off on them. And uh, listen, dingus. It was awesome to finally have you here. I think we can't really play our little gifts game anymore on Twitter, but uh, you know, we hope to have you back and we'll do some more of this in the future. Oh, wait, did we actually record this? I thought we were just fucking with them. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a real show, Dude, that would have been so funny. We did we did make a joke with, with that we were gonna maybe not really do a show, Matt. <laughs> that would have been awesome yeah by the way you're punked you we didn't record this it was just us hanging out nah. <laughs> no seriously thank you so much for being here tell everybody a little bit about you before we go where they can find you before we wrap it up <laughs> Well, you'll be able to find me on episode 300 of the Dynasty Trades HQ. Uh, 
Yeah. I look forward to being here again in four years. <laughs> uh, uh, come check us out. Uh, every once in a while, I don't know if you guys hit the writing blog. Uh, as soon as you write so much, you get so much going on, and all of a sudden you just stop for the entire year. And that's kind of where I hit after we did uh, with the IDP guys, with the DFD uh, draft magazine. I think I did something like 54 profiles for the draft magazine. After that went out, I wrote one quick article on the uh, King's Classic, which I was fortunate enough to be a member of for that draft. I'm hoping to make it there next year so I can go down to uh, Canton, Ohio, where they have the draft normally. I think that'd be fantastic. Check out the Midwest. Uh, so I, that was my last article I wrote was my first auction experience, so to speak, which was something out of wherever. We had a fantastic, the Ball Blast girls were there. Uh, Louie was there from Fantasy Football Down Under. We had a good little group going on, Stompy and Matt Williams. So we had a, some little Zoom sessions going on while we were doing the auction draft so we couldn't do it in person. Uh, so I, I kind of hit that writing blog, so you won't see much of my stuff, but you'll see a bunch of my colleagues and my buddies' stuff there on the DynastyVipers.com, at Dynasty Vipers. Check me out at Dingus4 on the Twitter machine. And really, you know what? All I'm going to leave here is saying is go go do something nice. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't have to be out of the ordinary. Uh, a simple smile to a stranger. I, put, I posted this earlier. A simple smile to a stranger who's got like frown, it may make them smile. You don't know what everyone else is going on. We've got a weird world going on with the COVID. You guys with your election, like, I'm sure I'm surprised you guys haven't burnt the country down yet. Uh, Robin Williams said it best. Uh, Robin Williams said it best when visiting Canada. He's like, Canada, you guys are like a nice apartment above a meth lab. And uh, I firmly believe that and everything going on. But a simple smile, walking by a stranger, holding a door open, these little things that you don't see anymore. It does not cost you a thing to be a good person for a short period of time. And that one small gesture could make a difference in someone's day. So just do, just keep that in mind when you're going through your normal day, just try to be a good person. Don't be an ass. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. You know, and it is funny. I do that a lot. Like I'll hold the door open for somebody and they're always like, Oh, thank you. And it, 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 they act like it's the greatest thing that you've ever done, I guess, because you're right. Most people don't do it. So that's really awesome. And you know, you mentioned the draft. We were supposed to hang out in Vegas, and obviously with COVID, it didn't work out. So if you are going to Ohio, Jeremy, we've we've all talked about it, that we're going to be there in Ohio for the draft this year. So maybe we'll finally all get to meet and have a drink and, and hang out. We are. Well, let me leave you with a visual. When I get to Ohio, if I go to a hotel room, unless we get some sort of like crazy killer uh, house we get to rent. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm be, this I'm time. I'm pulling up. I'm going to be pulling up with this beautiful thing that looks like that one monster off uh, um, Monsters, Inc., the college years or whatever you want to call it. That yeah, you're right. It does. <laughs> <laughs> the college years. I've watched it so many times with my kids. Yeah, it's Ohio, so, I mean, your so, mustache isn't even um, as thick as some of the women's there. I'll be with me with the cowboy hat. I'll make sure you grab like the hotel robe. I'll be wearing that all weekend with my cowboy boots. We'll be having a good old time down there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, and Hey, thank you for being here. It was really great. It was a lot of fun. We're going to wrap up the show and Shane, instead of telling everybody about our Patreon account, why don't you tell everybody about how to be part of the HQ crew? So, um, yeah, go be a part of the HQ crew. Um, you give us money and, uh, <laughs> We give you additional podcasts, um, better versions of this podcast, a bonus podcast, 
waiver wire article. We got the group me chat. We do some consulting. Um, I send nude pictures. Um, <laughs> Only when requested. Well, I was going to say until you ask me to stop, and then I'm like, yeah, not oh, unsolicited. You actually wait till the end. Yeah, I mean that, that um, sounds like the price of admission right there. You know? <laughs> that, that's one of the higher tiers, though. It's not in yeah. the lower tier. And and this, you know, <laughs> and apparently five bucks a month. Yeah. And I'm going to start driving around to people's houses that live in the area and just start sleeping there pretty soon. So there's that too. But yeah, no, come be, become a crew member because they're better than the ones that aren't. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but I got I also got it real quick before we do that. I got to say thank you to everyone again uh, this week. Um, and I appreciate kind words from uh, especially a lot of the uh, dudes that jumped in um, that said they appreciate me talking about my issues with depression. Um, That's awesome. And, you know, that they have it too. And uh, like I've said to a couple of our buddies, um, I promise that I won't give up if you don't give up oh that's great that's really I'm great let you give up. yeah I exactly we don't need to talk about that no but you're that, my dude you're my boy blue but that's great that people hear you talk about it and it can help them with their feelings where they may not want to talk about it and they hear you talk about it and they they get to open up so that's really cool yeah, and a guy, um, and I don't want to put his name out there because I don't know if he wants it out there, but he, um, he actually recommended a book to me <clears throat> about male depression, and um, I've been reading it, and it's it's been, you know, it's been helpful. Um, it's called I Don't Want to Talk About That. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, so <laughs> Sounds like else, a- Yeah, if anyone else is dealing with that shit, you know, I'm not saying that that's going to take the place of therapy and the meds that you need, but, um, you know, if you're on those and you're still struggling, maybe check that book out. It's pretty good so far. It's pretty cool that, you know, we have a lot of fun here and we, we try to give you something different than just talking about fantasy football. And that is actually kind of more important than all of it. So that's really great that you're helping some people out there, whether you meant to or not, it, it worked. So well, most, and honestly, most of them, most of them helped me more than I helped them. You know, it, it feels good. You know, you're going through, you're struggling, um, for lack of a better term, like when people say you battle depression, you battle depression. That's what it physically feels like. Like every day it, you're fighting it. Um, so like any sliver of hope, people jumping in your, you know, your DMs and just telling you good stuff or just talking about it, or, you know, and it's just letting you know that you're not the only one going through it, you know, so that you, you know, okay, I'm not fucking weird. Um, makes you feel better. So yeah, everybody jumped in my DMs, made me feel better. That's awesome. And, you know, between me and Jeremy and Dingus here, too, we all give you a virtual hug. So uh, I'm glad that that helps you. And I'm glad that you're able to help some of our listeners, too. Um, Jeremy, you know, we do have the HQ crew. There is some stuff for them that they're going to get. We're going to put that all together this weekend and they're going to find out about it. So if people want to join, come jump on now and, and be part of the crew. But for people that aren't part of the crew, we do have a store that we do sell some of our other items, correct? Oh, yeah. We have all kinds of stuff at that store, too. We have mugs and uh, T-shirts, hats, all different kinds of uh, clothing, T-shirts, hats, stickers, um, everything with our our cool new logo that we just rolled out not too long ago. Um, You can find that at dthq.storeenvy.com, dthq.storeenvy.com, and uh, pick up something from the HQ crew. 
Cool. As well, when you become a patron. I was going to say, you have to be a patron to be able to buy any of the H Crew Crew merchandise, though. Um, and, uh, you know, check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review. Um, check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And, you know, this was our 150th episode. We've never missed a week. I've been away a couple times. Jeremy's been away a couple times. I think Shane's only been away once. Um, but you know, after 150 weeks, we're still here. There's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of stuff going on with the, with the pandemic and the way the world is, they've just popped up everywhere. But part of keeping it going is the consistency and always doing it. And we've always been here for you guys and we will keep being here for you for another 150 episodes. So absolutely. We're not going away when COVID does. We'll still be. <laughs> so thanks for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye. All right. Bye, everyone. Say goodbye, Shane. Say goodbye, Dingus. Y'all take care now, year. <laughs> <laughs> That's country.